Hello and welcome to the Empire of the Cop podcast. Uh, with us here today, we've got our very own, of course, Peter Kenny Jones and two very special guests, uh, Mick Moran of the Copite and, of course, Daz O'Connor, host of the Liverpool Connection podcast. Daz, long time no see. How are you keeping? Yeah, good. Um, got got two of my kids home today. They had the uh, vaccine, second vaccine yesterday, so... I've got a bit of a, a fever today, so I just told them to keep it down in the living room. Well, we'll be wishing them a quick recovery, I'm sure. Um, Mick, how are you doing? It's been a bit of a while since we've had you on as well. It's good to get a pair of you on. Yeah, as I said, before we start recording, it feels like a lifetime, to be honest. It feels like <laughs> months, but actually it probably has been months, hasn't it? I can't even remember the last game when it was. But yeah, it's been nice to be back. Nice one for having me on. Absolutely. I mean, what a game to have you know, the pair of you back on. Merseyside Derby, 2-0 win, keeping the pressure on Manchester City in the title race. We'll get onto that all in a second. But what better way to kick off the podcast and again with the Pete quiz uh, for the pair of you. Uh, you may not be familiar with it, something we just started. Um, it's, a, it's a player quiz, but I will let Pete do the honours and explaining the rules. Well, it's not actually a player quiz anymore. I've changed it. Oh, he's changed it. I don't want well, to give anyone an advantage. See it all on it. So, <laughs> I got I got excited there. Well, like, that, that, there. I'm going to keep. I know. I really built it up. <laughs> well, don't worry. This is better. I thought the last one was a bit like it wasn't great to play along with. There was a lot of pauses, so this one I've gone for more of a fast fire one. So I was going to let the guest pick, but there's two guests, so I don't know if one of you want to nominate yourself. But there's I've picked four Merseyside derbies. And each of them are a certain manager's first Merseyside derby. So it's the first time he ever managed one for Liverpool. And you've got to pick, you get one point for a Liverpool player, two points for, for an Everton player, and you've got to go back and forth and name the players. So you can play it safe to Liverpool or you can go hard Everton. I've got four years for you to pick from. So Mick, um, Daz, whoever wants to um, take the year, but you've got the choice of 1962, 1991, 2004 and 2016 so you can pick any of them <laughs> and it's that whichever manager's first ever Merseyside derby and he won't take it I was going to go for the 60s that was what you reckon <laughs> <I'm messing. laughs> 2004 do you reckon Four. We'll say 2004, we'll get it moving. So we'll go, because uh, you, you picked Mick, you can go seconds. We'll go Daz, Mick, Farrell, in that order. You pick a player and you get two points for Everton, one for Liverpool. You, you've only got three lives, so you can be you can be kicked out to make it move and quick. The managers are included. And if you name a sub, you don't lose a life. It'll be easy, just name players. So the date was the 11th of December, 2004. It was played at Goodison. So we'll start with you, Daz, name a player. Gerard <laughs> Correct One point Should <laughs> uh, we that one in Yeah go on Mick um, I'm going to play it safe Go Carragher Correct One point uh, Farrell um, Phil Neville Incorrect One life lost Oof. But you went for the two points. So that's one of your three lives gone. Over to Daz. Let's go, Reese. Lisa. John and Reese are correct. One point. Mick. Um, oh, God. I 
I think I might try and go for Evan. But uh, is there any, are, we, are we on a time limit or can I just stay here for ages? Yeah, well, I've, got, I've got 48 seven. So. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got an hour and 20 minutes on that night. That's right, yeah. Did you say Risa? Yeah, Risa, Carrigan and Gerard have gone and I should have said earlier you can name the managers so I didn't feel bad here, sorry. I've given you an unfair advantage. Oh, Santa, that was obviously Rafa's first winner. Yep, that's yours gone. You've said Rafa. You want to make it up, Rafa? Jill, Farrell, you get yourself right back uh, in this. I'm, I'm going to go with uh, Steve Finnan. Steve Finnan. Come on. Finnan was on the bench. Come you on. do not lose a life, but you don't get a point ever. <laughs> okay, we'll <laughs> take that. I don't want to start. <laughs> Daz? Um, I'm going to go with Everton. Uh, Cahill. Tim Cahill, correct. Two points, our first blue. Mick goes in the lead. Sorry, Daz goes in the lead. And over to Mick. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm just trying to remember. That's going to be Everton team. Oh, my God. I reveal that Everton won the game 1-0. Ah, right. That, that might give me an idea then. Was that the Carsley game? There it is. Thought I might have two <laughs> oh, points. my God. Lee Carsley. Finals again off your talk. Uh, uh, oh my god uh, Milan Barros <laughs> You've got to be kidding me Not in the squad That's too hard Gosh you've got to be kidding me <laughs> <laughs> Good job you're not paid by anyone For your opinion on the fully. Like. I, I know it's, it's fantastic Naz <laughs> uh, Garcia It was Garcia Not in the squad Life gone Mick um, No one said Hippier surely Are you saying it? Yeah no one else I'm just checking No one else has said <laughs> no, one, no one has said Sammy Hippier I'm, I'm panicking now I'm thinking <laughs> I'm second guessing myself Yeah go for Sammy Sammy Hippier Correct Put you in the lead Five points All your lives gone oh, oh, Still remaining Sorry Final one life left No points Stop this embarrassing is, is yourself awkward. This is, I know, it's embarrassing. Um, oh, fucking hell. Just trying to... We've got a goalkeeper, a defender, three midfielders and two strikers for Liverpool left. Basically the whole Everton squad and the Everton manager. The uh, Dudek? <laughs> He's on the bench <laughs> By the skin of my teeth. <laughs> He's still in, but still no point. Daz? Alonso. Shall be Alonso. Was on the bench. No points, no live lost. Um, I was actually going to say, dude, that makes me think who started then. Uh, I'll, I'll, all the I'll, lives, have, I'll have a risky gamble on Kirkland. Surely. Kirkland's correct. Started in goal. Oh my that god, is. can't believe I got that one. Two in the lead. <laughs> Final. Oh wow. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna go for a gamble here, which could horrifically backfire. Um so far. Igor Biscan. Igor Biscan. Not in the squad, and you are out, my friend. Oh out with the duck. Oh. Well there you that go. That was my that was my next <laughs> guest, to be fair. So I'm glad you said that, Farrell. 
Lads, you've got two lads left. There's, there's a few. There's a, there's a few there's a, really like, you know, niche. It's a bit of a mad team, to be honest. I'm surprised. <laughs> well, Daz, it's um, 6 4 to me. Haman. Dietmar Haman did start, correct. Mick. Um. You just go through who we've had so far. I'm trying so to yeah, picture, Liverpool, I'm trying picture Liverpool. Chris Kirkland, Sammy Appiah, John Arnarisa, Jamie Carragher, Stephen Gerrard, Didier Mann. They've all gone. And you've named a lot of the subs, Dudek, Finn and Alonso, and named Rafa Benitez. Uh, yeah. Everton, you've already got two players, none of the subs, and not the manager. So 2004, was, was still there, wasn't he, surely? So what are you saying? Are you going to say? Yeah, yeah. I've got, I've got three lives. I'm, I'm going to risk it. David Moyes is correct. <laughs> two points, eight points to Mech, three point lead over the Daz with your two lives left. Um, let's go with who could be up front. I was just thinking that. <laughs> and there's two, what? still two strikers, right? Yeah. I said we've had Garcia and we've had um, Milan Barros and they both weren't in the squad. <laughs> oh my God. Just, I've, just, I've just had a look at the lineups. It's a bastard. I never picked it. I just, you picked the year. Who are you going for? Um, that's not Hesky. No, he's gone. We'll have to push you. Heskey. Emil Heskey is incorrect. Life gone. One life remaining. Mick? Well, I, I was having the same thought process as Daz there and trying to figure out who was up front. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm just thinking of that time. It's like, it's Pongol days, isn't it? Pongol, Meller and all that. So I'll go Pongol. Correct. Florence Cinema, Pongol. Nine, five. One life left, Daz. <laughs> <laughs> the other striker can't be Melner. Meller. <laughs> no way. Are you saying it? Yes or no? God, that'd be awful, wouldn't it? This is tense. Right. After push he does. You know what, Soddy? Do it. Yeah, Neil Meller is correct. What a strike force. What? Neil wow. Meller and Florence in the goal. Good God. <laughs> Come a long way since then, haven't we? <laughs> that is horrific. We lost one nil as well. <laughs> so you've got three Liverpool players left and nine Everton players and Everton's manager. But we've had the manager, sorry, you said. But yeah, we've had the manager, yeah. I'm just trying to think of Everton. Um, how many Liverpool players have we got left, did you say? One, two, three left. Three? Oh my god. You've got a defender and two midfielders. I'll just go for I can't think who before the I'll just go for Bain was Baines and everything then. Oh my mind just like it's hard to it's hard to picture that time, you know. I'll go for Baines. Baines. Incorrect. Life lost. Oh. That's last life. Um, down to me. Um, it's one midfielder left, right? Uh, yeah, one midfielder, one winger, one defender. That's what I wanted to say. One winger. Kuehl. Harry Kuehl is correct. 
He's breathing down your neck, Mick. Oh. <laughs> the midfield score is nine seven. So there's one one midfielder, one defender left. Yep. I'm just trying to think of Rafa's Rafa's mad signs. Spanish contingent. Who haven't we said? <laughs> uh, we'll have to push you. I'll just go for one of the worst. Hosami, Hoss- I'm going to clue. Correct. Oh, oh my God. Hosami oh. <laughs> at the back. Oh. Over to Daz. One midfielder left. One midfielder. Right. And you've got one life left. Oh, Jesus Carlister. <laughs> Incorrect. Yeah. You are out. Mick takes the prize. Who, who, who was it? So I'll give you the full team. The full team was Chris Kirkland, Hosami, Carragher, Hippier, Risa. And we've got a bit of a mad midfielder. I don't even know who's playing with. We've got Harry Kuhl, Stephen Gerrard, Didier Mann, Salaf Diaw, oh. Florence Cinema Pongol, and Neil Meller. And surprisingly, that team lost 1-0 to the Everton team. It was Nigel Martin, Tony Hibbert, Alan Stubbs, David Weir, Pistoni, Carsley, Leon Osman, Thomas Graveson, Tim Cale, Kevin Kilbarn, and Marcus Bent. And it was 1-0 Lee Carsley goal. I mean, I mean, that's still not a better team than the one Liverpool put out, is it? <laughs> it's still not. Oh, I one zone on the bench and that. But yeah, that's the end of the quiz. Sorry, it was a bit longer than the other one, but uh, there we are. Hope you all enjoyed. Well, well done, Mick. Well done, everyone. And you're back Fair to play, lads. Congratulations <laughs> on Mick, uh, the, the first first champion of our yeah, new raining. format of the Pete <laughs> Quiz, as it shall be known henceforth in the lands and beyond. <laughs> this is my, of course, <laughs> this is my last ever appearance because I don't want to ever give up the title. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we, we, need, we need to make a, a little uh, leaderboard going forward, seeing winners throughout. Uh, but whilst we're on the topic of the Merseyside derby, of course, we have to talk about that 2-0 win at Anfield against Everton to keep the pressure up on Man City uh, Mick I'm going to start off with you here on your thoughts on the game because it was quite like physical you know Everton absolutely no intention of it making making it a footballing game and understandably that the, the golf and quality is there um, but you know a, a terrific performance in the second half to, to get the three points Yeah I think the first half it was I mean I expected Everton to sit back and obviously Make make the lines as, as as small as they could, and and they did it, and they did it really well. To be fair to them, like they did, that was a game plan. They set, they, they stuck stuck through to it, and they did well. And um, we just knew for second half we needed to come out that little bit sharper. And the introduction of Diaz and Henderson and Origi, those type of players, the fact that, I, that, that those three combined for the, the second goal, it's just I think it speaks levels about how good this squad is and how. How much depth we've got in this squad now? Like Henderson doesn't even start, and I'm sure he's absolutely livid about that, as he hasn't started another game earlier last week as well. He didn't, he didn't start that one at all. But it just, it just goes to show that how good, how good we are in depth at the moment. But yeah, it was a great win, a much needed win. I think it was. I don't know if I was discussing this actually before the game. Like, is it was it like the biggest derby we've had in the Premier League era? I, I, it's definitely up there for me, just because how important it was to us but how important it was to them in terms of them going into the relegation zone and needing the points and us uh, still chasing down uh, City's 
um, four-point lead at the abs, and now we're back to one. But um, yeah, there was a lot of pressure on us, and the fact that we came out that second half and started to pass the ball a little bit better, started to move the ball a bit quicker because we were playing into their hands first half. They were it was it was gritty, and we were just kind of like I think Rob Oden went to after the game saying we we were stooping to their level in terms of just making it a bit of a dogfight rather than just using the quality that we've got all over the pitch. And I'm glad we got that first goal because the the, rel- the relief just washed over me. I was just like, thank God. Yeah, we got it but yeah a great win and um, yeah just long may it continue and yeah, hopefully the Ev don't win too many more the rest of the season Absolutely I mean, I mean gritty is absolutely the perfect word to describe it I mean Daz there was a fair bit of controversy uh, throughout the fixture Everton complained after the match about uh, the, the shove on Anthony Gordon early on in the second half I mean I've looked back looked back and I can understand if it was given but then you'd argue actually I mean they got away with some pretty dirty stuff on the day um, how did it all sort of sit with you? Um, first 45 minutes was probably the one of the worst 45 minutes of football, anti-football I've ever watched. Uh, Everton came with a plan to frustrate us and they did. Um, you could see it with Mane. You know, on another day, Mane could have got sent off quite easily. Uh, I mean, I, I listened to Dermot. Uh, one, of, one of the refs uh, was talking about it and was like, if VAR had kind of gone back and, and looked at Mane, you know, he kind of did the, the Three Stooges thing with Holgate and then uh, in, in the face with Alan. Um, yeah, it, they, we were playing into their book, you know, in the first 45. Um, after that, I thought we kind of settled really nicely. And then, yeah, as Mick said, once that goal went in, oh man, it was just a, a complete like, yes. I, I actually thought we were going to score about like three, three, three or four more past them. Um, you could just see that they're, they're a nothing team. They really are, you know, but on a derby day, you know, they were looking for a point and, and they got zero, which is what they deserved. And listening to Lampard at the end of the match, just the whole like, you know, Salah would have got that if, if it was on the other foot. And I don't think he would have. I mean, how many how many penals, penalties has Salah got this season? Not that many, you know. It's the same. Gordon's a good little player, but it's it's one of those, isn't it? Like he already dived, uh, and he was looking for that second one. I mean, Matip shouldn't have pushed him, you know. I mean, on, on first glance, I was like, no, nah, that's not a penalty. But when you look at it again and again, you're just kind of like, mm, it could have been given. But I'm glad it didn't. I'm glad, you know, VAR didn't get involved. But I, I even think if he would have looked back on, on the monitor, uh, it, it was not enough there for a penalty for me. And uh, yeah, we, we deserve to win it. And for the Eagy, that's just like another slap in the face for Evertonians. I love it, you know. <laughs> I mean, build him a statue. Come on. Absolutely. No, I mean, it, it's... The perfect man to sort of come on and get the goal. I mean, it's interesting you mentioned um, Lampard's comments on the, on the game on Salah. Um, I think that there's a mad stat going around. I mean, I've got it right here. It, it's Salah's been awarded four free kicks in his last 908 minutes of Premier League football. Lampard's claim is, is you know, so far-fetched. It, it, it's not even close to the reality of the situation. But, you know, it is what it is. We've come to expect it. I mean, Pete, we, we have to give you some dedicated time here to speak about uh, Divock Origi and a fixture 
that, you know, frankly, he was born to play it. You know, a tremendous footballer, tremendous professional. I mean, building a statue, as Dad, Dad said. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, well, I'll put a quid in if we all do it. We'll get it built soon enough. But yeah, I think I wrote Tottenham in, in January because it looked like you know, he might have been going then and we weren't sure. I just said, you know, every time he comes on the pitch now, it really could be his last time because it looks like AC Milan's looming for him. And every goal he scores, possibly he's going to be his last. He doesn't get 20 a season. that We'll get about 10 max probably. So that could be the last goal he ever scores for us and it could be the last time he comes on the pitch for us because it's Bobby Firmino was injured it would have been Bobby coming on really wouldn't it so it's you just I think for him we just you can't I think the things he's done in like Paul shirt, I reckon you know, the money that he could have sold those memories for if anyone would swap position with him is just unbelievable and to have a player like him who's again after the game just saying oh yeah I just work hard in training and I'll, I'll turn up again whenever I get my next opportunity. You know, to have that mindset and to be that good and to surely he's got enough, he's got a, a big enough CV to go and knock on Klopp's door and say, why aren't I starting every week? Because what more do you want me to do with the minutes again? But he's not like that and he's literally the perfect player that you could have in the role he's in. He's, he must be a dream for Klopp to, to have. Just, you know, you can turn around, you rely on him. If you don't pick him, he's not going to be sulking the next day. It's just, yeah. What a guy. And I think that moment, just when you saw him score, it was tinged. Obviously, you laugh because you think it's funny, but we should expect it as well because he is that good. And who knows, as I say, if that's the last time we'll ever see him or the last time we'll see him score. But, you know, he, he likes the Champions League as well. And we, we never know what might happen against Villarreal or in the final. And you never know what a couple of injuries can do. So, fingers crossed, probably we don't see him again because it means that we've got a fully fit squad. But if we do, well, you wouldn't rule him out with maybe one more big moment. We couldn't have said it uh, better ourselves. Uh, sadly, some news that has emerged from the club, which is slightly marred uh, the picture. I'm, I'm going to talk about going to the finances uh, around Liverpool Football Club and specifically shirt sponsorship deals because Standard Charter's um, arrangement with Liverpool is due to end in May 2023. And according to a report from The Athletic, um, the club is considering a cryptocurrency partner um, on, on the shirt, which... You know, I mean, I mean, Mick, after the whole business with the NFTs, which, you know, just didn't really feel right. I mean, it still doesn't feel right um, for, you know, for a club and, and its fan base. Where, where do you stand on this? Because you can see, you can understand the finances around it. The club are trying to close the gap between ourselves and Chelsea, Newcastle, Manchester City. But it just doesn't track well with the club's ethos or values. Yeah, whenever there's like a tweet put up, there's like usually, I mean, they can't really gauge Twitter as like a proper medium for anything normal because usually it's a lot of crap on Twitter, whatever you put up. But you can kind of see even like big accounts like not agreeing with it, like saying this isn't this isn't the right way to go. And I think, yeah, I agree. It's it's not quite the right thing to do, especially like you said, Farrell doesn't fit what, what, what we're all about, family values, a, a family club and a club that wants to compete at the highest level, but not in a way that, could maybe impinge on um, the morals and the values of the club. So, yeah. I mean, to be honest, I don't know like loads about it, so I don't want to go into too much detail because I don't want to make myself look stupid. But just from the little that I do know, um, it, it it maybe doesn't seem like the right way to go. And there's, there's, there's surely other ways we, we can go about this in terms of making sure we're competing at the highest level, which we are, but doing it in a way that, like I said, comp- like kind of fits the way that we go about our business in, in, in a normal way. Absolutely. I mean, Daz, £70 million 
over two seasons uh, is a figure that has been quoted. You know, it'd, it'd be a, lut- a lucrative arrangement. I mean, are we reaching a point where if we do want to try and close that almost insurmountable gap between, you know, the the, the oil the oil funded uh, clubs in the Premier League, where we're having to consider these sort of measures, or you know, is it still the case of come on, there's there's other ways around this, and ultimately you're at a club with a world class recruitment team that doesn't necessarily need to blow a hundred million per player to to reach the highest peaks of football. Yeah, I I, I don't like it. Um, it. It's just again, yeah, it's the the values of it. Um, doesn't sit too well with me and I'm sure it doesn't sit too well with a lot of people um, there's got to be other avenues that they're exploring um, you know again Twitter hearsay until like the club actually comes out with something you know concrete then we'll see where it's at I want to go back uh, and I'm, I'm quite happy that uh, Pete's got uh, the Carlsberg on because why can't we go back there? It would be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah. I mean, Pete, you know, I mean, those were the days indeed, the Carlsberg days. But I mean, you have to think though, you know, realistically, the point that we did agree the standard charter deal to the point we are now it is vastly different. You know, we're talking Premier League big European champions competing for both, competing for a slice of history with a potential quadruple. We don't want to jinx it, of course, but we know we remain, you know, with a reasonably good chance of achieving at least a treble, potentially a quadruple. We'll see how the season plays out. Um, Pete, where do you stand on this, the whole sponsorship? Well, did you say the figure then was 70 mil? Is that what you said over there? 70 over million. Yeah, it's, it's what's been bandied about. Because I didn't ask, I was just checking then because I... So that the Athletic said it was 40 mil a year we were getting off standard chartered anyway. So I, I was surprised how low that was, you know, to be on the front of your shirt. I don't have 40 mil in the back of my couch, but you know what I mean? It just it feels like to be how prominent it is on every picture and every shirt and whatever. It feels like it'd be a higher figure than that. But you know, I just, yeah, it doesn't seem worth you know, the, the bad connotations that come with this cryptocurrency and whatever, and same as Mick, and I don't really understand it fully myself, but it doesn't seem worth selling yourself for that amount of money. So if they were offering 10 times what standard charts is where then, then you go, yeah, fine, but I just don't think it's it's not worth doing it because we don't know where it's going to end up. It's all quite new, isn't it? So, yeah, if we can bring back one of the old ones, I think that's what we'd all have. If we could um, get a candy or cars bear back on the front. Um, I don't know if they've got the same budget anymore. That's the thing, isn't it? But they are safe. We're all good. Free sponsorship for everyone here. Empire of the Clapper look good as well. Uh, but we'll, we'll, um, <laughs> I think, just think, yeah, it just seems a bit too murky. Just just why not play it safe? We're one of, the, we're one of if not the best team in the world right now. So surely someone a bit more reputable would be more willing to, to cough up the same amount of money. Oh, so I'm just going to see, I think we're running out of time. So can I just quickly run around and get everyone's uh, quick thoughts on the upcoming Villarreal Champions League first leg game in the semi-final. Mick, what are you feeling about the game and what scoreline are you going with? The dread scoreline shout. Um, uh, I'm not sure about the scoreline, <laughs> honestly. I think that it's yeah, it's it's a difficult one because we're at home first, aren't we? So it's and you kind of like that's not what we the way we like to do. We usually have like to have the home game second, but then 
you're throwing the fact that away goals don't count anymore. So even if Villarreal do manage to nick one, it's not like, oh God, we have to go to their place and they're going to like flat back 10 and we're going to have to break through. Like we, we, we had to against Everton. I think it's going to be, it's going to be a good game. And obviously they've beat the teams that they've beat so far. I think they've beat Bayern Munich and Juventus haven't they on the, on the, on the way. So it's like, <laughs> nothing to be um, underestimated in terms of the quality and obviously they've got a good manager as well um, some really good players a lot of pace in there as well which I think is why we might see Canate come in for, for that one um, but yeah it should be a good game I can't wait for it uh, the fact that we're going to their play second like I said it's, it, I always think it's a bit more difficult to do that like I said I'd always like to be at Anfield first but that's just the way that's the way it goes. But I still fancy us to do it. Um, I'm glad we got Villarreal rather than Real Madrid. That's that's one way to look at it. Even though it's still going to be a difficult game, I'd rather be on be on the side of the draw that we are on um, in terms of going to get into the final. But yeah, hopefully, even if we win like two 0 one 0 I'll take it. I'd take one 0 Just just as long as we get a lead going into that second game, um, then 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 we should be okay. Hopefully, um, and like, like like Peter said earlier, like if we can keep everyone fit, obviously Bobby. I think it's only Bobby that's out at the moment, isn't it? Uh, if we can keep everyone fit uh, going forward with these games coming thick and fast, then bring them on. It feels like every three days we've got like another massive game, and this is just, this is just like another one. It's getting to the point where I'm like. I'm going to be bankrupt by like May. I'm going to have absolutely no money left, but just bring it on. Like this is this is what we live for. These are the days we want. We're going to match and like soaking up the the atmosphere and spending the crap load of the money. But yeah, bring 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 them on. It's going to be a good game either way. I like I said, take I'll take a one 0 now if you're offering me. But yeah, if we get more, then even better going into that second game because it's going to be a difficult one going up to their place definitely. What do you reckon, Daz? At one 0 as well, or a bit bigger? Um, I'd like five now, but I know that's not. <laughs> um, I, you know me. Last time I said I don't do. I've never done a prediction. Um, the only thing I think we'll win, whether it's one, two nil. I don't think they'll score. I think Canote comes back in. I was surprised that we played Thiago against Everton. I thought he was going to get rested. Um, so he'll be yeah, I did too. Wednesday. So I was really surprised at that. I thought Hendo would actually. Swap, um, but no, I I, I think we're, we're a good enough team. We can beat them, but it, I'd like to see two 0 just because it's it's at our place first. I am a bit, you know, nervous about going to theirs uh, for second leg. If we can take a healthy lead, then you know, we, we've got the team, you know. So um, and and a European night at Anfield is going to be rocking. I wish I could be there, but yeah, that that would really cost me some some money to get get over there and then come back here uh, to get the kids to school. So uh, yeah, nothing nothing but <laughs> a win on Wednesday though. How about you, Pete? I mean, five nil seems like a scoreline you'd boldly go for. But what are you feeling? Well, I, I watched the uh, the highlights of the Roma game back, and we won five two. And I remember, like, obviously, then we thought we would won a 5 0, didn't we? And the two goals in made all dead scary. So I th- think hopefully it should be that performance without the complacency. So, yeah, I was going to say 5 0, but it got touted twice there. But I think it's probably our least important game of the season to go. 
which is mad because it's a Champions League semi-final, just because I think we can't afford to lose any other game, Premier League otherwise, and we can catch it back up in the second leg if anything does go drastically wrong. But I still think we're going to go out flying like we did against City, like we did against United. And yeah, just try and get as many early goals as we can. I think this team is experienced enough to know that you know, we just, just don't concede the goal. And we want any team to come out against us. We don't want to be having to do it against them with 10 men behind the ball because they leave gaps and we should score. So let's go at them. Let's yeah go and score five. Divock Origi off the bench maybe again at his last one. <laughs> yeah, add another few pounds to his, uh, to his statue fund. And then, yeah, that, that's, that'll be a nice day. As you say, your, your bank balance and your liver's getting ruined, but that, that's what it's all about. And there's only months to go. So let's enjoy it while we can. Divock Origi masterclass I, I, I mean who knows who knows at Anfield you know if it come out the blocks quickly I'm, I reckon it'll be a 3-0 um, to Liverpool it's what I'm hoping for a nice comfortable lead to take back into Spain uh, just before we all sign off of course uh, thanks again to Taz Connor and Mick Moran for coming on to the Empire Cup podcast Mick um, anything you'd like to plug quickly before we all uh, say cheerio no to be honest I've had like I feel like I've had like two months off from doing my own stuff. <laughs> so I've got apps, I've got a few stuff in the pipe, a few things in the pipeline, but I haven't got my around to do anything yet. But now, just happy to. Um, I'm glad when you text me actually because I was like, I haven't talked about the Reds on a pod for ages. So, yeah. <laughs> You're uh, getting nice the itch. Yeah. yeah, no, our pleasure. Yeah. Our pleasure. No, we'll be keeping an eye on that. I'm sure you can follow Mick Moran on the Cockpit Top Podcast, Top Man. Daz, anything on your end? I, I know you, you tend to have a lot of fingers and a lot of pies. Um, we just did our second one with um, Tony Evans and uh, just absolutely you know he, he's so down to earth but he's so truthful he, he doesn't hold back so uh, that's our next episode and then we've got uh, I know Mick will know who this is Brian Nash and Frankie goes to Hollywood uh, yeah hopefully he won't sing but um yeah, he's coming on, and um, I've got Jamie Webster coming back on, me mate. So uh, looking forward to that. But yeah, all, all all good. Busy, busy, busy. You know, keeping me out uh, out of trouble. So that's good. It's good to hear, mate. That's good to hear. Well, it's been a pleasure to have you both back on the podcast. And here with us today, of course, we've had Peter Kenny Jones. Daz O'Connor of the Liverpool Connection podcast and Mick Moran of the Copite in the wings working hard as ever. We've had, of course, Rick Elliott and our very own Peter Kelly Jones. I've been your host, Farrell Keeling. Thank you for watching. Take care. We've been the Empire of the Cup podcast.